Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Zach, Zach, don't worry. We're not doing any spoilers. You have nothing to worry about. Oh. Okay, good. Okay, we're not we're not going to talk about the end game spoilers that leaked on the internet. I want to say that up top. If you're worried, don't be. We're not doing it. Instead, we're going to talk about rumors about Thor 4 that Tessa Thompson is throwing out into the internet. Plus, She-Hulk series? Be still my beating heart. Spider-Man moves its release date up and so much more today on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talks Marvel Movie News. Oh, good afternoon to you, our merry Marvelites. This is the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from the spoiler-free zone. I'm glad. Um, and I'm going to say this one time. If you put spoil, so Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm going to say this I, up top. Before we do yeah. introductions or anything, there were in-game spoilers that leaked on the internet. We're not even talking about trailers or tv spots that came out because we're so close guys we are one week away from endgame (laughs) and i will not have it spoiled for for me not for my co-hosts not for you at home if you are in the chat if you put those spoilers i don't even know what they are you know how hard it was for me not to watch those oh because you love spoilers i need to know Look, I want to know if you wanted to know, I'm not going to shame you. But if you share those <laughs> things with people who don't want to see it, Most then you yeah. deserve to be thrown in the darkest, dankest pit of the Internet. I shame you. I shame you so bad. So if you do it, you will get banned from the chat mm-hmm. permanently. I have that power to do that. I have nice. the ban hammer. Wow. Wow. Um, awesome. And I'm not kidding around. Anyway. But let's talk about fun things now that that extreme warning is out of the way. We're so close, you guys. We're so close to Endgame. I'm so excited. I know. <sighs> I know. I'm really afraid to monitor the chat now. You just put that in my head now. Like, wait a minute. People might blurt out spoilers. No, I love our fans. Our fans are good. Yeah. I trust them. You guys are good I just want to say that. Good and pure. Um, let's talk about the Marvel movie news for this week. Uh, who are we yelling at you yeah. <laughs> starting this podcast? I'm Zach Wilson. We've got Zia Anderson over here. Hey, guys. And Christian Blatt. Howdy. Uh, I didn't get any suggestions over the week about who you guys should be named for in the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. I kind of started thinking, honestly, I think Zia might be, uh, might be Spider-Gwen. I'm into it. I'll you take it. You got the blonde nice. going Very on. Very nice. So that's where I'm kind of leaning. You could also be magic if you're an X-Men fan. Then again, that's we got... Colossus's uh, little sister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, But I still want the chat to figure it out. So please, email it to our email address, Doom's Question Corner, with your suggestions, or just tweet it at us. Um, granted, if you use any characters that are in Endgame, I might not see it, because I blocked a lot of terms on Twitter. <laughs> um, uh 
One more announcement before we dive into the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, tomorrow, we teased this a couple weeks ago, but we took a little while to figure out the logistics. Tomorrow at noon, we are going to do a watch along. The three of us, we're going to watch Infinity War together, uh, along with you at home. Uh, uh, we're going to be doing it on YouTube. And then, so basically, the idea is you, you come with your copy wherever you're comfortable, cue it up. We're going to all hit play at the same time and watch Infinity War together. Uh, obviously, we can't stream the movie, so but it's on Netflix, and oh, yeah. uh, and you can buy it on many other platforms. So however you ha- want access to it, join us tomorrow at noon Pacific Standard Time. I don't know if it's standard or daylight, whatever. Noon Pacific Time, and we are going to watch through Infinity War in anticipation of next week's Endgame release. It'll be my second time rewatching it in the past month. <laughs> I'm I, so excited. It'll be my first time seeing it overall. No, just kidding. I just rewatched it in a long I time. I just actually. this morning finished my watch of all the other movies, oh, nice. including Ant Man and the Wasp. Wow. Since the since the bulk of that movie takes place technically before Infinity War, mm-hmm. except for yeah. that one end credit scene, right. um, I watched all of them again. Finished them now. I did a weird like time in timeline order. Instead of in release release order. order. Yeah, instead of release order. So, like, it goes like Civil War, then you watch Black Panther because Black Panther happens right Right after after Civil War, War, and then Homecoming because Spider Man picks up right after Civil War. And then from there, you watch Doctor Strange, and since Doctor Strange bleeds into Thor Ragnarok with that scene, you pick up with Thor, and then Infinity War after that. Well, I squeezed in Ant Man and the Wasp in there. Uh, anyway, and, and yes, chat. It's it's three o'clock Eastern. I think that if you live in a time zone, you should know which time zone that is. If it's going to be noon Pacific time, you figure out what time it is where you are. Yeah, because, use Google. Google's your yeah, friend because there are places that don't do daylight savings. So, like Arizona, I don't even know. Is it going to be noon? Is it going to be one? I don't even know. So you know what time it is. We can't tell you. Check uh, where it's going to be on YouTube.com/slash Popcorn Talk. Wait, is it? It's it's the popcorn the Popcorn Talk. talk. Got to get it right. All right. Let's talk about the news this week, guys. Join us tomorrow for Infinity War. The first <laughs> nice. big one, and this one was like, I was so surprised. It immediately jumped to the top of the headlines for this week that, t- according to Tessa Thompson, a.k.a. Valkyrie, there is a pitch floating around for Thor 4. There are no details on what it is. What she said was, I heard that a pitch has happened for another Thor film. Uh, I don't know how real that intel is, but I hear that a pitch has happened. I think the idea is Taika would come back. Mm, That'd be so great. So a true sequel to Ragnarok is what she's sort of implying. This, of course, like assumes that Thor makes it out. That's what I was just thinking. But. No. But, 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 but. Here, so, so literally that's all the news. Like she, that she said that there's a pitch being floated around. She's probably heard people like brainstorming, like throwing ideas out. Yeah. A pitch is the most rough idea yeah. of a movie. It like no guarantee that it could happen at that stage. But if Thor Odin's son doesn't make it out of Endgame, I, don't, I want him to. I want him to only because Chris Hemsworth, I feel like, only just came into his own with that character with Ragnarok, and I want him to more to have more time to play mm-hmm. with that ta- with the more comedic take on that. But if he bites the dust, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what 
I think there's still an amazing Thor four to, to happen there when a new Thor yes. shows up and we don't know who it is and we do the Jane Foster Thor plot line. I mean, whether you do it with Jane Foster, ready. you don't th- you don't think the MCU is ready for that? I'm not ready. Oh, well, not I ready. don't know about the MCU. <laughs> I, but... I mean, I don't think it would be Natalie Portman, but there's there's a, there's other Thors we could get. Uh, I'd tune in for Beta Ray Bill. I'd like to see him. Beta Ray Horse Bill is, Thor. he's already technically established, yeah. or at least one of his people is yeah. established. But would he but like so in Ragnarok you had like the the former champions on the building right. and you did have a I can't remember what, what Beta Ray Bill's people are called, but same here, but um, yeah, I remember but he him. but at least one of his people was a champion. He did have the wings, so it sort yeah. of it was implied that it was Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Um that doesn't mean you can't bring him in when they like he freed Sakar or something like that. Yeah. Um so yeah, you could do Beta Ray Bill. That could be a, Beta Ray Bill could be a great Thor story. Um, but I do I enjoyed the 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 Jane Foster Thor run mm-hmm. um, so much, and I think the mystery about it could be a lot of fun to do on the big screen. Um, that's why I jump immediately to there because the fun of if you're not going to have Chris Hemsworth, the fun of who is this new person on the scene and like playing up that. Um, that question of like identity and like who who is what is it to be someone to be a hero and to like Jane Foster Thor is it's complicated because in the MCU Thor is not a a, a title it's a person it's a person right um, which the comics eventually got there even though it wasn't originally okay um, but I would. I don't know. I just think it'd be fun. I think it'd be an interesting, different take. Then again, Mjolnir is destroyed, so how do you do that? Lots of questions. Lots yeah. of questions. But the point is, a Thor 4 is in the ether, and uh, of course, Tessa Tom- like Valkyrie could also just well, pick that, up that's, a hammer. That's what I was going to say, and uh, Gamer Girl uh, puts out the idea, she'd like to see Lady Sif as the next Thor. Uh, I think that uh, Jamie Alexander's uh, still got that network TV show, though. So Hashtag be... cancel blind spot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> starting here, starting My now. My critters know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a... Uh, <laughs> I would love to see Lady Sif back. I think that her her missing from Ragnarok was one of the, like, the most glaring, like, problems with that. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't address it, so you just get nothing. Yeah, that was the only unfortunate thing. It was like, we, we spent all this time building up Lady Sif, mm-hmm. and, yeah. like, granted, Ragnarok sort of was like, yeah, forget those first two. They were lore building. They, they exist in the canon, mm-hmm. but we're not worried about plot lines that, like, necessarily, other than Loki. Uh, I'm, yeah, I would love to see Lady Sif come back. Um, anyway. Let's move on and keep going through this news. Unless you guys have other thoughts on Thor 4. That's, uh, you know, I think that this is the first a lot of people are hearing about uh, Thor 4. But again, as Zach said at the top, it's a, it's just out there mentioned as a One pitch. actress yeah. heard, a, heard yeah. like, in, heard rumors about a pitch. We're way away from that point. Um, <laughs> and even people who like the Blind Spot TV show are saying hashtag cancel Blind Spot. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, Far From Home. I'm familiar with it. We're only a few months out, and we're actually closer than you thought to seeing that movie on the big screen. That's intriguing. Tell Um, me more. At least us in North America. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. For the North American release of Spider-Man has officially moved up by three days. Woohoo! Three days. It was set to debut on Friday, July 5th. 
which was a surprising release date when you think about it. Yeah. Um, because of exactly the reasons that they would that they moved it, it is going up to July second, which is a Tuesday, and it's going up there on for North America specifically because Thursday is Fourth of July. Um, and you want that movie in the theaters all day, Fourth of July. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and does that mean uh, on July first there's going to be like seven p.m. showings? Because I just need to plan you know, how early I can see this movie. I don't know yet if they it, like they might mean Tuesday, right. as in like that's when you get the seven p.m. screenings right, right. and stuff. Uh, but that's the thing with like quote unquote release dates now. The midnight screenings became so popular. So many people want to see it Thursday night. They're like, just put it out on Thursday. <laughs> Eventually, they'll just be like, yeah, it's a, here's a 10 a.m. screening on Thursday. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Uh, but it, but it doesn't debut until tomorrow. Right. And you're like, okay, but I've seen it three times. Yeah. Um, like it started with, oh, midnight. And then it was, well, 9 p.m. because it's midnight on the East yeah. Coast. And then it was like, eh, screw it. Just sometimes put it sometimes they're hour. at six now. They keep going, yeah, further and further. That's what back. I'm saying. Yeah. They keep so pushing it and pushing and pushing the it. Early, eventually. The earlier the better. I agree with Zach. I want the 10 a.m. on Thursday showing. <laughs> It's just pointless. But by the time it comes out, you have seen it three yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that do that. Anyway. Yeah. It's like when a Broadway show's in previews. It's like, well, you're going to see it on the preview day. Then the official opening is on Friday. Yeah. What is the difference? Yeah. I don't know. The money counts the same. <laughs> That's all they care it, about. Uh, I understand. So sometimes it's like awards of eligibility. Yeah. Like they don't judge you based on preview screenings. They only judge you based on... Once you open, so if you mess up in preview screenings, it's fine. Well, <laughs> nobody the, talks. The about other it. thing with preview screens, sometimes they will change things. Ah, gotcha. um, like Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark was in previews for a while, and they completely oh. rewrote that show. <laughs> wow, they, they stretched the previews a lot, actually. Yeah, and then they now. like literally rewrote more than half of that show. I had so much fun when I saw that show, you guys. And that's on Broadway. <laughs> it was, it was it, on Broadway. It was. Past, past it was. Tense, yeah, I um, never did get to I see it, it, but I got to see it. It was a train wreck. If that's the thing, it was one of those things that's like this is so terrible, but I'm having so much fun with it. <laughs> um, that said, Broadway tickets are way too expensive for so bad it's good. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, so that's like the, that's the thing. It's like you can't have so bad it's good when the tickets are hundred dollars a piece. Uh, even when I got them discounted, it was still like fifty bucks a piece. Uh, anyway, new casting for Eternals whoop, whoop. Is, is like again we just keep adding new people to this part, and it is quickly becoming the most diverse looking. Uh, cast so far in a Marvel film, uh, you, as the as Chloe Zhao, the director, has added. Uh, oh, I'm going to butcher this. Ma Dong Siok. I think that was pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm going to give you a B plus guys. on that. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know how to say. I have it. no idea. Yeah. He's South Korean, and I I, I don't speak Korean. Um, but you you may have seen him previously in uh, uh, Train Train to Busan is what a lot of people is a zombie thriller that I know I haven't seen it but a lot of my friends are big fans like um, I think I'm gonna have to watch it before Eternals comes out just to get a feel of this guy just just so I'm slightly more um, familiar with his work yeah I would like no, to we have no idea it's a mystery role as all of the rumored casting has been uh, 
So we will have to see. This is according to the rap, of course. This is de- like all of this casting. Angelina Jolie, Camille Nanjiani. Like technically it's all just rumor. Mm-hmm. None of this has been af- announced. None of this is official. And we have some official stuff of Disney+. Plus. That's mm-hmm. how you can tell the difference. Because now that's official, even though we've been talking about these things for months. This is rumor. Um, but uh, we don't know what role he could play. And as we've talked about with the Eternals, like anytime you cast somebody, there's Tons of possibilities, and it's possible that you could just make somebody up, frankly, for the Eternals, and I wouldn't bat an eye at it. I as long have as you no capture, idea. As long as you capture the feel of the Eternals, I don't need you to be super faithful to, like, the original comic one. Uh, this is a property that I think gives you a lot of flexibility. It gives you chances to bring characters into new directions, even if you just use the name or you just invent a new Eternal for a more minor character. Uh, um you can just have fun with it. Like, I think if you give Chloe Zhao the chance to play a lot, you'll have fun. As long as you get this, like, the the, the idea of these, these ancient beings who have lived through history and, like, have seen all of the Marvel, the Marvel Universe play out over millennia, I think we can have a lot of fun with it. Uh, you're talking about, like, basically Greek gods. Yeah. Give me Herc. Give me Herc. Right, I think that's uh, something that we've uh, been hoping for here. But I think to your point that, uh, yeah, the, we have no idea who they're playing and are they even playing existing characters from the Eternals? Uh, yeah. It's, are they it's, even the Eternals? Or are they the, other supporting? Yeah, right, exactly. Are they supporting characters? Yeah, and there's also the, 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 the case of, like, it could be a character that popped into, like, two comics. Mm-hmm. And you take them and, like, create something crazy and fun i i think like to to adjust my statement before they will be characters that you at least can name from the comics yeah um the question is they they don't necessarily have to stick to the major ones mm-hmm. the same way that right. like uh for better or worse dr strange used caecilius as a major villain that character had been in like two panels previous to being on film um but they still took it and ran with it. And they give that you, worked. they're like, I think, eh, to a lesser extent, to, to more or less. Um, I, but it gives you opportunity to bring it into any direction you want without fans feeling like, this is the character that I liked. Uh, Which is exactly what Zach said when he saw the movie. <laughs> he, can text, he can text in that intonation in his voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, more, uh, so, so Tyrese Gibson, we talked about, has been ca- had been cast in Morbius. The Living mm-hmm. Vampire, and now we know, thanks to some like subtle hashtagging, who he's gonna play. Uh, whether or not the the tweet is still up, but uh, or the Instagram post rather, right. but he's not in trouble, I guess. <laughs> uh, he hashtagged Agent Stroud oh. on his post, and so I like if this you look take a look at this photo, it has. Uh, uh, a cover of uh, there's there's Terry Gibson and there's uh, a cover where you see Agent Stroud, who's like a CIA agent, I guess, who hunts pretty much only supernatural villains. He mm-hmm. hunted like Werewolf by Night, uh, and uh, then he moved on to uh, Morbius. Morbius, the Living Vampire. Yeah. So with Morbius, this like vigilante vampire. This is, I guess, uh, Tyrese Gibson is going to be the agent tasked with stopping him. Uh, so in a movie full of, like, anti-heroes, I guess Tyrese Gibson would be, like, the anti-villain? Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, the guy who's, like, trying to do a good thing, and then, like, I would actually say I think Tyrese Gibson is going to be, like, the good guy who is, like, but he's against what the audience wants because we're supposed to be rooting for Morbius. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get Matt Smith, who's going to be real evil. 
You think he's going to be real evil? Oh, I think Matt Smith's going to be evil. I think he's still uh, mad that he didn't get to be the big evil Skynet in- <laughs> incarnation yeah. in Terminator. And he's like, make me, give me a bad guy to play, please. Um, and I love, and I would love to see him play against type like that. I mean, yeah, it would be very, very interesting. I Didn't he play, not an evil character, but not the best character in The Crown, which I've never seen, but I, I got that impression. I mean, he's playing the king, and kings are never like, yeah. bl- uh, kings are never like, the nicest people. I'm so curious to see. I mean, that I, I I think that uh, T'Challa would disagree, but I do know what you're trying to say. That yes, it is gen- hard for a good man to be king, <laughs> and thus a real life king yes. hard for him to be a good man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think that I think T'Challa would actually agree with me on that. I think he would. Yeah. I think he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm if, I messed up a lot." If if he weren't a pile of dust right now, he would definitely. Oh. Too what? soon. What? It's, wow. been a, it's been a year. It's, it's fine. not too it's soon fine. at all. If anything, it's like, yeah, get it out now while you can. Uh, one week, guys. One week. I'm just going to keep saying it because I can't believe it. <sighs> I know. I know. And it's um, going to go by so slowly. Uh, as we were talking about rumors and like these pitch things and not taking them too seriously. Uh, one that was from forever ago that I had forgotten was even up there in oh, the yeah. air uh, is confirmed dead. Uh, the War Machine solo film, according yeah. to Don Cheadle, is not being developed any longer. Quote, no, we kicked it around a bit. Uh, so, like, I, I, they, I'm sure they explored it. They, I'm sure Marvel has looked at all of their characters. They're, like, there's... They, what the, from what I understand, what Marvel did for a while is they would hire in writers, a lot of times brand new writers who like they have not had anything produced, and they're like, "Here's a character, make something, go. Here's like money to live on. Write us uh, Black Widow the movie, and we'll see if we want to do something with it." And they just ran with it. And some scripts, like Guardians of the Galaxy, came out of them, and they're like, "Awesome, let's do this yeah. thing." Um, and then they have they brought in teams and they rewrite it and bring in James Gunn and he does his thing and all that. But it starts with just like getting a script out of somebody. And I think this was probably that thing is they just were like, yeah, try War Machine. Let's see where that goes. And it doesn't really necessarily land the way you want it to or you're busy. He's get you're like, we're going to take him and do this thing in Civil War. And so it doesn't fit in canon anymore. I'm sorry, but uh, or does Don Cheadle just not know because they're going to bring Terrence Howard back? Is that the real reason why they, <laughs> they, they doesn't know? I'm sorry uh, that I stepped on what you were going to say. Just no, for that. that's okay. I literally was just going to say I'm not entirely sure that that is a story that I would want a movie for. I, I don't know if I would be completely interested. Not that I don't love War Machine as part of the ensemble. I do. I just maybe don't know where they would go with it with him on. Like I don't know if I would be as interested to watch him on his own. Let me pitch you something. What Let's about go. Disney Plus? A miniseries with Rhodey as War Machine. Okay, I can totally get okay. on board with that. Yeah. But same thing, like, I would want to know what the story is. Yeah, I would absolutely want to know. He's a very sure. hard set military guy. And so, well, here, here's the only thing is the only way to really challenge him with that is to make him question being in the military, right. which we already kind of did with Civil War. Yeah. So I think that his main, like, issue that, he, that, that Rhodey would have to deal with is already dealt with in that sense like yeah he didn't get the big chunk of drama from there but if he had a falling out with the u.s government it would just feel like civil war like the b story right like it would be like retreading a little bit but with roadie instead of cap uh so i not that there aren't good war machine stories to tell and there have been plenty of comics where he's gone off on his own and i like 
surprise me, Marvel. Like I'm always open to be surprised. But I think that in the with the, the vast realm of characters that you now have at your disposal, I think there's other things that you could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some people in the chat saying that Don Cheadle would be too old to play an Iron Man, and I uh, just made sure that I was correct. Don Cheadle is 54 years old. Do you know who else is 54 years old? Robert Downey Jr. So, <laughs> he is not too old. That is not the reason to not do it. But I, also, you can be in the Iron Man suit if you're, you know, if you're Kirk Douglas. Um, you guys realize that they don't actually have to fly in the in the in the, the in the war machine costumes, right? Like it's, it's wait, 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 what? What? It's it's, it's all in graphics. No, that's, <laughs> I thought we said I thought we said no spoilers today, Zach. Once the helmet's up, it could be anybody in there. Mind blown, or no Mind one. Blown. <laughs> um, you could do it. You could be eighty and be in a yeah. That's what I'm saying. You just yeah. put the, the helmet up and you're done. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Um, but I think we're much more likely to see a Riri Williams story before we would see yeah. a Rhodey solo pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the character of Rhodey. A uh, little known fact that no one asked for is that when I started reading comics, Rhodey was Iron Man because that's when uh, Tony Stark was off with his, uh, you know, huge drinking problem. So uh, that, that that was Iron Man to me, was was Rhodey. And then it's like, well, who's this, who's this guy who we see living in the ditch? I'm not interested in him. He's not <laughs> Iron Man. Uh... All right. It's a weird thought. I'm just saying that's what happened. I I I, I believe like a, you. It's a very specific it's moment very, in time. Yeah. yeah. Continuing to move forward, uh, Fortnite news for all of you Generation Z people in the hey, audience. Hey, hey, Generation just Z. Just because, yeah, exactly. Just because I'm a millennial doesn't mean that I can't play Fortnite. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. The the I, I think they're called Generation Z. I don't know what they're I'm called. I'm not sure. That, uh, that's officially 18 to 21 year olds is Generation Z. It's something me really lame for playing That's for playing a really Fortnite small generation. Yeah, it, it's do. like the generation that's right out of high school, maybe in college right now. That's what, oh, no. that's the official ranking that I saw. 10 years. Yeah, anyway, no. whatever. <laughs> I, I'm, making a, I'm trying to make an old person joke about the young people. Well, maybe we should change your nickname to Uncle Ben. I'm not that good of a person. Um, <laughs> I disagree, but that was a good line. <laughs> um, anyway, Fortnite, uh, the very popular uh, battle royale shooter game, is going to get another Marvel crossover, <gasps> looks like, after uh, last year's Thanos, Thanos That was uh, fun, appears. by the way. I got the Thanos gauntlet. Nice. And it was cool. Nice. Um, well, it looks like Thanos is coming back to Fortnite. Uh, his name was found in some code for the game about some upcoming releases so it looks wow. like they're going to tread that that special event again nice. but is there even more this time because Robert Downey Jr was spotted wearing a Fortnite t-shirt dude how cool would it be if you could find whatever like whatever it is if whatever they have a drop and you can find something to play each character you could be thor you could be iron man you could be thanos <gasps> well the rumor the, the rumor based on him wearing the t-shirt is that they're i mean that they're gonna drop an iron man skin i want all of the skins <laughs> give me all of them all the iron mans <laughs> well i mean thor too i just i want all of them fair how cool would it be to be thor Thor too. You want the dark world? Thor? Hey, I like that's the your dark favorite. world. <laughs> I don't. I, 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 I um, that was the best. So, uh, so yeah, Fortnite. Uh, no, Fort, Fortnite. Uh, everybody's having fun. I've only played it like once or twice, to be honest. Um, mainly because like online gaming is like I don't have time to get good at this stuff. Neither do I. But it's oddly addicting once you start. Oh man! But let's move in. To Marvel TV time. Marvel movie. 
talking TV Oh, so much TV news. Uh, as one of our headline stories this week, it was the sh- there was a rumor floating around that, uh, from the podcast, we've got this covered about a potential She-Hulk show on Disney+. Plus. There's that. There's uh, there's some S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff we've got to talk about. It's like the gifted stuff. But the big one I want to talk about is the conspiracy theory that continues to hit Marvel movie news every single week. It's Literally the minute we went off the air one week ago. The minute. It started at 2. We went <laughs> off the show. Off the air at 2 o'clock. Disney started their investor meeting. And I, I, I didn't know what the investor meeting was going to be. I didn't realize it was going to be all of Disney Plus being unveiled to the world. Oh, my God. Literally all the announcements <sighs> at once. It was just, I was tweeting out, just freaking out about some of this stuff. Very exciting. A lot of these shows we knew were coming, but now we have some more specifics to, to get excited about. The ones that are confirmed on the Marvel side are... Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that which looks we can check out the logo, awesome. which is the only the logo. logo that we got of any of these shows. Mm. The only piece of media we got for a Marvel show was this Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is giving me super, like, uh, lethal weapon vibes. Oh my god, yes. Wow. Because, like, I, we're totally getting a buddy. You realize, you guys realize, yeah. yes. Falcon and the Winter yes. Soldier, and, like, this only confirms it. It's gonna be a weird buddy cop show i'm so in it's gonna be fun yeah i know it's not i'm not i'm not gonna get my captain's america show or at least title um but that looks fun i want to watch that well considering that uh bucky was born what 90 years ago he's literally getting too old for this i'll say crap so uh (laughs) it's a very lethal weapon vibe we might get uh, that's oh, that's gonna be so much I know, fun. I can totally see him being the serious kind of cranky one. Um, yeah. There was a question that I saw a lot this week as to uh, what does that mean that Bucky's not going to be Captain America? I don't think it. I don't think it doesn't mean that. Yeah, no. I would actually say what could this could be a really interesting thing of like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like trying to fill those. Like that could be if, if we lose Steve. A good plot line is them trying to fill his vacancy, trying to fill his shoes. Like, what the world doesn't have Captain America. So, as his best buddies, we got to take up those, like, his middle, even if they don't take, take his name. And then maybe at the end of it, one of them has. Or... It's a competition show. Oh, I like this. <laughs> and it's just, a, it's just a, an in-universe reality show where... <laughs> It's Sam Wilson versus James Buchanan Barnes amazing. fighting in different events every week to earn the title of Captain America. Coming this fall on ABC <laughs> uh, or Disney Plus, whatever. Uh, anyway, that's my insane thing. Not really happening. Uh, but Falcon like and Winter it. Soldier as a show is officially happening, as is the Scarlet Witch Vision show so excited which now has a title and it's crazy it's just one word wandavision yeah wandavision (laughs) (laughs) um what are what are your guys first reactions and chat i especially want to hear your guys uh takes on this too because this is such a weird title what do you think of this show that's 
than now that it's called WandaVision. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of those celebrity names that they insist on putting together whenever celebrities uh, get married. But it's a lazy one. I know. But it's like, what was the one for... Well, like, well, you got Benefer was yeah, really the exactly. first one. Like that's what yeah. it reminds me of. So I'm kind of like, where are you where are you going with this? It's a ship name. It reads like a ship name. Yeah. Um like I've been I like I'll yell about Queek till the cows come home on Agents of Shield, <laughs> which is my Quake Deke ship that I'm all about. But like it yeah, it's that's a trend, but like WandaVision is just lazy. <laughs> if if that's the case. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if that's what that... It's just what it feels like to me, which is very strange. The only way I find that an acceptable title is uh, a theory that will not come to fruition, but they are being forced to live in a TV show run by Mojo, so he already has Mojo Vision, and then he has a second channel, WandaVision. That's what I want to see. Uh, people in the chat, I uh, hate the title, by um, the way. I, yeah, I, that, my favorite here has to be... Um, where is it? Well, yeah, and then people are saying, just how hard is it to call it Scarlet Witch and Vision, or as the comic books were always called, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, exactly. He usually got top billing. GDS481300, yeah. put the bong down, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so it, nice. it's a weird title. Part of me thinks maybe it's a placeholder. Um, that they'll like revamp later. I hope. Um, but what it the, the, here's the one thing I do like about the title is it implies that there's going to be sort of like it's going to be a weird show. It's not just going to be like of like oh we're fighting bad guys because mm-hmm. we both have powers and all that. Um, I think this is going to get real weird. Kevin Feige was talking about it at the announcement. We like to take big swings at Marvel Studios. This story is definitely something unexpected and surprising, as well as something we can only do in a long-form series. Oh my god, this just makes me want House of M more and more every time I hear this. Because you can play, you can play with her, her uh, reality-altering her, powers. Her like just, just powers, yeah. Well, yeah. I think you've got that, but you've also got, like, I, I think that they're going to take a page, I think I've talked about it before, from the recent Vision story. Now, you're not going to just redo that story, because it's very specific to Vision being on his own. Mm-hmm. But, like, in that story, Vision... Uses his power, like uses like how good he is with computers and like build all that stuff, and he creates three artificial intelligence, like other visions, which is a wife and two children. Not weird at all, and it's no. su- it's super weird, but it's also <laughs> just like it's and then it's, then the sh- the story is vision like living in the suburbs with his family of of computer intelligence that he created. Yeah, wow. But they're like, but they still like act like teenagers and he acts like a wife and they have marital problems and like because they, he programmed it that way well they're fully formed beings right like he basically made artificial intelligences and then just like but they were set up in their dynamics with him um and i think in that her brain pattern is based on wanda's if i remember correctly oh uh, much of the way that visions uh or because in the comics Ultron's brain pattern is based on Hank Pym's, right. mm-hmm. and then Vision's is based on Ultron's. So, so Vision is Hank Pym's grandson. Uh, Not weird at all. It's, no. it's, it's what I, I mean, <laughs> no. like the the movies that play with that, with like Tony is like sort of Vision's like granddad. Yeah, <laughs> they I just haven't, so. but like they haven't leaned into it. They haven't talked about that, which is one of my favorite things. It's part of why I'm a big fan of Hank Pym is the Ultron like storyline and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that Vision is like his grandkid. It's funny, um, but um, uh, and the Wasp has like some of her stuff in there as well. And I and like so, Wanda's brain patterns are used to build 
his wife. Weird. <laughs> Super weird. Wow. Super weird. But I think you could get a really fun story out of the like suburban home life of Vision and the Scarlet Witch. And like imagine? just like going to like maybe they're raising young of some young Avengers or something. Maybe not, but like if they have to go to PTA meetings, <laughs> <laughs> like I would watch that show so hard. When uh, well, there's uh, also precedent for this. Uh, when Wanda was uh, pregnant with the twins that got retconned away, they did actually live in the suburbs in Leonia, New Jersey. They had you know a little community. They dealt with like the neighbors, and it's like, oh, there's the the red faced guy because the Vision was red most of the time through the comics. So yeah, I think that the idea from what you're telling me, it's like, oh, that's obviously very important to him, and that's what he wants. Yeah, all the Vision wants is to live in the suburbs. Excuse me. <laughs> Choked up by that. Because don't stuff. we all want to live in the suburbs? No. Well, but that's what the Vision wants. Vision wants a norm. wants to be normal. He wants to be human mm-hmm. more than anything else. Like, I think that's his driving force, like, over, like, uh, yeah, he has, like, he, like different paths and parts of his life. But, like, overall, I'd say that Vision's story <coughs> is about being human. Right. And being accepted as human. And part of that is having the, like, cl- if, especially if you live in the United States, mm-hmm. like, having the classic, like... 2.5 kids and a white picket fence. Yeah. Um, he even has a dog in that in that series. Is, wait, is it a vision dog? Like he made yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. A vision dog. Um, it's been a while since I read those books. Um, I just kicked over some stuff under the table. Huzzah. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's going to be a big thing. Um, the What If show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some more details on What I'm If. Really excited about that. Um, so what they did confirm is that it's going to be an animated show right. officially. Um, we, were, we went back and forth on what that was going to look like. Uh, and it is going to be set in the MCU for the most part. Uh, and the first episode, they only confirmed the first one. The first episode, you guys. I, t- I yelled on Twitter about this because I was freaking out. And none of you will be surprised when you hear it. Uh, the first episode is going to be, what if Peggy Carter got the Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers? I just want to see a really swole Peggy Carter. Yes. Just like... <laughs> oh, this is! I'm so excited about this. Like the Exiles plotline, where you have Peggy, uh, Peggy Carter, Captain America, and like in that in that version, she's got the shield and she's still got the tie underneath her uniform, but it's all the cap suit. But there's still it's so cool. And I'm and as a big fan of Agent Carter, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see more of this. No confirmation on whether they got Haley Atwell to do or they're getting her to do the voice, but I can't imagine they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I know some people were disappointed when they heard it was going to be animated, but I would posit that I think this is better because you're going to be able to get, I think that like you do it animated and you can get Chris Evans to come in and do Steve Rogers Mm -hmm. voice. Like it's way easier to get Steve, to get uh, Chris Evans to come in and do two hours of voiceover work than it is for a week of filming. Well, and I also think that it's going to be a little bit easier and a little bit cheaper because before Steve Rogers gets the serum, he's very skinny and Chris Evans is not. So yeah, you would then have that hurdle. There's so, a whole bunch yeah. of complications. Not to mention, like, how far back do you go and then what mm-hmm. age is everybody? And right. like, it, live action has... The other the other side of it you could do is you could cast new people in those roles, which, is, which is also a, like, what if... It's a meta what if of like, what if this person played yeah. this role, oh, which is yeah. fun. Like you can, and like maybe you do a little bit of that. Uh, I sort of hope Disney goes a little meta with some of these because I, if they don't do this now that they own all the X-Men properties again, if one of these episodes of what if 
doesn't have like some equivalent of what if Deadpool was at the Battle of Wakanda. <laughs> Like oh my god, I like, want to see that yeah. so bad. It would like come on, it writes it. <laughs> it practically writes itself. Ryan Reynolds would one hundred percent do it, and oh, you literally yes. and like yeah, like if Deadpool comes into the MCU, that's a few years away at best. But you could do an animated half hour episode where Deadpool is flipping around during yeah. the during that battle and like fights Thanos. Oh, and die, like dying multiple times. That would just make me so happy. Yeah, Thanos, <laughs> Thanos punches him, breaks him in half, and then he's like, what is happening when Deadpool like climbs God, back together? Back to, oh my God. Oh my God. Or like, what if Deadpool, like there's the what if Deadpool blank is just an infinite well just of possibility. Just have every story. Yeah, an entire season of just all what if Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. You know? or like you could animate like Deadpool kills the Marvel, Marvel Universe, Universe kind yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, I don't think you would do that. Disney Plus is a family channel and all that. But like, what if Deadpool got the Infinity Gauntlet and then he snaps, if Deadpool snaps and everyone is Deadpool. That's like, what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I see that story ending is like Deadpool gets, is like fighting Thanos. Deadpool like Gets the manages to get the Infinity Gauntlet by like one of the like crazy plot lines where like Doctor Strange opens a portal and cuts off Thanos' hand, like he cut off Thanos' soldier's hand mm-hmm. at the beginning. Uh, all of these possible, but like Deadpool gets it and then he's like, oh, and they're like, put it down, <laughs> put it down. To, but there's so much possibility here. <laughs> But uh, in terms of possibility, that it, it illustrates, no pun intended, why this works so well as an animated series. Mm-hmm. Because you can do anything. And if you're even a generous television budget, you're definitely limited by what you can do. And mm-hmm. if it's animated, you know, any of the things you said could happen. And some of them, I think, should happen. I mean, look, animation also costs money. It's not this just series is going to be super cheap. But obviously, Disney is spending on Disney+. Plus. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, if those things are exciting to you... Uh, and you're like, oh, but I, can, I don't want to add another streaming service to all the things I already buy. I've got to uh, get Hulu so I can watch my, my Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. And i got to get Netflix so I can watch any number of bajillion things. Disney Plus is only going to cost $6.99 a month. $6.99 a month. Seven bucks a month. Or, even better, $69.99 for the whole year. Nice, first of all. Secondly, <laughs> uh, secondly, that's only $5.83 a month if you buy it yearly. That's crazy cheap. That is not bad. All They said that uh, Captain Marvel will be on the service at launch. So it'll be your exclusive streaming spot Ooh. for Captain Marvel. And eventually all of the Marvel... Yeah, the the deal with Netflix has to uh, expire. Yeah, so like a, a lot of them will be there at launch, not all of them. Um, but over time they will be. This is in addition to all of the Star Wars films will be there at launch. They're doing The Mandalorian for Star Wars. Oh, They're doing all, like all of The Simpsons. That's the freakiest one of all, yeah. is that every single episode of The Simpsons will be on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. My brain still can't handle it. Star Drew, that means I can finally watch the episode. He's been bugging me about an episode that I think it was Stanley was in for oh, yeah, for about six months now, and I, I haven't watched it. So, <laughs> well, there you go. You'll get it in there. <laughs> we'll get it in there when it comes out on Disney Plus, yeah. November twelfth. And so they've said November twelfth is when Disney Plus will launch. They did not officially say if Falcon and Winter Soldier or WandaVision or What If will be launching with 
the service on November 12th, but expect it soon. And I expect most Marvel decisions are just waiting to be announced until after Endgame. Yeah, I mean, I find it hard to imagine that at least one of those shows wouldn't be there when it launches. And I don't know if yeah. they'll do it weekly or they'll have it binge style, but I think they'll give you something in terms of this new exclusive Marvel content. Uh, and, you know, on November 11th, I will uh, definitely pre order the whole year. So I'll be all set for my $5.83. Yep. I would bet you uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier will be first up but they probably haven't started filming yet because they don't want leaks Um, so that's the thing even if the writers room is assembled they're probably waiting to get anyone on set until after Endgame starts so we only have a week (laughs) before we'll start seeing Um, other news we talked I talked about a little bit but there was a rumor about a She-Hulk series that came out uh, complete rumor yeah Complete rumor, no necessary like nothing, but like technically, it's the same amount of inf- like reason we had to believe there was a Hawkeye co- series coming to Disney Plus. Like it's not any necessarily more, like or although I guess Haw- Hawkeye was like in some of the bigger trades, but either way, there's a rumor that a Bruce Banner and Jennifer Walters series together would be happening on Disney Plus in the future. I freaked out because She Hulk is literally one of my dream shows. Um, it. And what's your premise? Because not everybody knows. All right, all right. <laughs> well, I don't want to take. Sp- I don't want to. Sp- I gotta keep it to the- close to the best. No, no, no. Um, so if Bruce Banner's going to be involved, it probably is like some way of passing the torch. Sure. Um, one, you have to get the get Jennifer Walters to have the Hulk blood, one way or another. Whether it's she gets hurt and he has to save her life, or blah, 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 who knows. Um, I want to see. A comedy, like hour-long comedy series where she—it's it, Ally McBeal. <laughs> it's single female lawyer, She-Hulk, running around in the MCU. Solve it, like based on like basically the if you look at the Charles Sewell run, Sully Sewell run uh, from I think 2014. Great comedy, great just like filling in the legal weirdness of the Marvel universe. Like she helps Hank Pym file a loss against somebody else, like having shrink tech. And he's just like trying to protect them because they're going to hurt somebody because they don't have it right. But he's trying, so he wants to buy out the company and like needs the. But there's like lawsuits, and so he has to go to She Hulk for help. Let's go to Jennifer Walters, and that's my favorite part is like her being a lawyer, but also like having superpowers. So she gets embroiled in all this stuff, and like occasionally somebody will burst through her like office wall, and she has to fight them. But like she's also still got a briefing to go to. <laughs> She has to hulk out and then manage to bring it back in so she can go to her briefing. She's got to be in court at 2, and Absorbing Man breaks through the wall at 1.30, so she's really got to get it wrapped up. Uh, (laughs) But it's stuff like that, and it's the fun of, here's a character who has to, like, deal with being a known, like, powered person, while also just, but her goal is just to be a lawyer. She doesn't, that's, like... Whereas someone like Captain America has the powers and is like, I use these powers and I fight crime. I fight the bad things of the world. Jennifer Walters is like, I want to fight the bad things, but I want to do it through the legal system because that's what I believe in. I believe in the law and I believe in helping people via that law. Uh, She also can punch you across the state. Just those two things happen to be true. But that's what I love about that character is the dichotomy there. Um, and you could do a drama series. There have been drama books in the recent Hulk run with with Jennifer Walters is very dramatic, very serious. 
but I like the silly version of that yeah, character I mean, more. I, I loved, there was a John Byrne run of, it was, I believe, volume two of She-Hulk, where the whole thing, it was it was so out-and-out out comedy that she was aware she was in a comic book. So there was a lot of, like, fourth-wall-breaking stuff. So if they go anything like that, I mean, whatever it is, I'm interested. But I would love to see that in particular. Yeah, there's a, the meta version is interesting. It'd be interesting how it would be perceived in, in a Deadpool-heavy, like, fan base. Um, whether they would feel like they were, it, not that it is, but like whether people would, would see it, like the, the non-comic readers as like a copycat type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love her. I love the meta-ness is also fun. Um, even if it's not my favorite run on her, of her stuff. Sure. Anyway, lots of, lots to talk about. We got to talk about shield, 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 shield. We know the name of Clark Gregg's character. <gasps> it's Sarge. Doesn't help us at all. No. Uh, I finally sat down and like watched that clip that I didn't realize had been put out there right. after WonderCon, um, where uh, May and uh, Yo-Yo are like attacked in an explosion, and then Clark Gregg's new character Sarge like walks up, and there's a, a like a little bitty Shield intern who's there, and he's like, "But you're with Shield. Shield never heard of it." And they <laughs> blast him with some kind of space gun. I don't know. I don't know. Could be like my first thought was a scroll. Like based on this, I continue to think like it's a scroll whose memories are messed up and he doesn't remember why he has this face. That's what makes me. Well, I mean, not that I know any of what's happening in the series, but that made me think of that just because he has an alien gun. Yeah, it has to be scroll. It's not the scroll gun from Captain Marvel, but it is an alien gun. Well, I think season six will be the time for you to jump in. Zia. That's what's going to happen, really. Yeah. You, you, know, you can get <laughs> caught up on the other 110 episodes at some other point. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool stuff. And there, it was somebody was, uh, was reading on that point, pointed out that there are shield logos on some of the trucks and stuff, like on the SUV. Wow. And it's like, is shield a thing again? I feel like it is. That's, I feel, that's where I'm leaning. Yeah. It, to me, it's sort of like like I know it's the name of the show, yeah, and like it's how they all got together and all that, and like they'll do like the we are the shield, like all, every so. I'm, part of me is like it's sort of like fetch. Stop trying to make shield happen. <laughs> like you can still fight the bad guys, but shield is dead. <laughs> um, and I'm I'll continue to watch. So change the name to Secret Warriors and keep the same cast, and we're all good. Uh, but like. It's sort of weird to be running around with the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo when half the world thinks that S.H.I.E.L.D. is Hydra. <laughs> anyway, uh, The Gifted. Aww. Oh, darn. You going to be okay? Do you want to uh, talk about it with the audience? The Gifted <laughs> has been canceled officially. Uh, we won't see any more show from that property. That means that I don't have to watch it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, for uh, those who don't know, uh, Z and I host Marvel TV Weekly on Sundays, except for this Sunday. Happy Easter. And, of course, happy Passover as well, but Mm -hmm. that's not Sunday. Uh, But uh, so uh, in a a week, yeah, I know. Uh, In a week, uh, we will talk about it. Uh, But, uh, yeah, Zia, not particularly a fan of the show. I love some of the characters on the show, so I'm disappointed that we never got to see it done right. But honestly, there was no indication that season three was going to be done right. So Just uh, stop making bad Marvel shows, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> well, that's because you also don't like Cloak and Dagger and Runaways. So that's yeah. that's possibly your bias coming through. I'll bet. <laughs> I like those two shows a lot more than I liked uh, The Gifted. But I saw so much potential, and I love the X-Men universe, so it was definitely disappointing. Yeah, um, I, I mean, look, it, the, a lot of these changes, like, there have been a number of, of shows hitting the dust at this point, uh, just because, like, look, when you change, when, when ownership changes, like, stuff changes, and I can't, 
Disney's not going to keep an X-Men show around like with the Marvel logo on it because they're going to be bringing well, all that stuff back into the fold mm-hmm. and they're going to put it out as the the way that they want to. Right. I mean, if it was a if it was like a top 20 rated show, they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. we'll let it like, play out. But like, Legion is still going to finish out its run. Yeah. Like, they're not like, no more X-Men right. stuff. But they're also like, we're going to keep this stuff back. Yeah. It's like, we got to, like, the, how they're going to roll out X-Men to under Marvel Studios brand will be very interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, and I think they don't know how they're going to do that yet. So, um, uh, real yeah. quick, we got 2 minutes of 2. Let's see if we can fit in a real quick Doom's question corner uh from Sean. Sean asks, "Hey Doom, who should play Nova in the MCU and should he be an Avenger or a Guardian?" Well, Oof. that answers the first part of my question. So, we're talking male Nova from the 70s and also from uh New Warriors, not the Herald of Galactus female Nova. Well, it's any Nova. I think okay. who like what what Nova do you want? And like we'll just go around the horn real quick and then we'll wrap it up. Uh I will say I the Nova that I expect to see in the MCU is Sam Alexander. Um since the Nova Corps has been introduced, yes. I think that it is very easy to introduce a young teenage boy whose dad became part of the Nova Corps. Right. Uh, and then just like launch him into space that way and build us and in, in continue to build along with Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series that's rumored and like all these younger characters that keep popping in, build up young Avengers with Nova as one of the as one of the members. If you're gonna do a Nova movie. I mean, I was just thinking that if they're going to do a Nova movie, they could have him fight alongside someone I know he has before. Christian, one of your favorite characters. Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. Speedball. Yeah, because, (laughs) yeah, they should do it. Well, I mean, they were supposed to do a New Warriors show. I mean, uh, you know, it it was announced like a year and a half ago. So, in theory, uh, we could have gotten that, but... uh, I, I mean, was he, was the uh, question to Doom asking if we wanted to cast him or? Well, yeah. Who should who would you want to play him? I said I don't have a person I, because I, I want with, the young one. Yeah, I yeah. agree with the young one, and that's what makes it really hard because I don't know actors at that level. You know, I well, mean, there aren't. You would want an unknown at yeah. that level because I was like, I don't have somebody because I want a young. Per- I want the young character. I don't know who I would want as the older Nova. Uh, I, you know what? Here, uh, here's who I want to play a uh, like. So if Sam Alexander is a is a biracial like because uh, he's still let, let, he's still a Latino kid, mm-hmm. his mom's Latino. I want his dad to be Kit Harrington. We'll see. There Ooh. you go, Kit Harrington as like. okay. the Nova. I uh, whatever his name was like blank blank Alexander. I forget his name exactly. Um, and then his kid Sam. <laughs> Sam nice. Uh, nice. takes over. Yeah, Kit Harrington as Nova, but as a as a secondary character in that movie, as he passes on the mantle to his son. Okay. Anyway, I like it. that's gonna do it for Marvel movie news this week. Oh, we got so much stuff. One more week. One more week. Uh, we we may be talking about Endgame next week, depending on how some stuff shakes out. We'll see what what we're talking about. Uh, but join us tomorrow. Tomorrow! Uh, wow. Know that there will be no spoilers next week either, even if we are able to talk about the movie, if we're able to see it. I'll just make you guys tell me everything. Yeah. Um, when the mics are off. But yeah. join us tomorrow afternoon at noon. Uh, Pacific. Pacific time, and we are going to be watching Infinity War along with you guys. Until then, 
I'm Zach Wilson. Find me, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson, or follow my podcast Ships in the Night for some weird chipping stuff. Christian, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And tonight, over on AfterBuzz TV, will be the season two finale of Star Trek Discovery. So find us at 10 p.m. Pacific over on AfterBuzz talking about a great season two of Star Trek Discovery. And I'm Zia Anderson. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. And not this Sunday, but next Sunday, um, you know, Marvel TV Weekly on AfterBuzz. <laughs> Thank you. This has been Marvel Movie News. Stay fresh. Stay spoiler free. We're almost there, you guys. We're so close. Endgame's right around the corner. Thanks for geeking out with us. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.